Well, if that wasn't getaway day baseball, I don't know what is. Welcome into the final out, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable, never looks so good. Jack Fritz hanging out with you, getting you, uh, you know, obviously set for the draft tonight, but we had to get ready and into what was a a very gutsy, good Phillies win this afternoon. One nothing. Obviously, not every game is going to be like, wow, you, you scored five runs and your pitching staff allowed nothing. That was a gritty, tough win. I thought last night kind of laid the groundwork for today. You know, they, they came back last night down 5-2 early in the game, made up for it, uh, came through late. They had 11 singles. Uh, you know, out of the 12 hits, 11 of them were singles, and they had one home run. So uh, it was a gritty comeback effort last night, and it was a gritty win by the Phillies today, and they got to keep racking those up, and it was a good sight to see. Three straight. That is three straight series wins for this team. They are back to 500, which is massive, and they need that, especially with the upcoming series they have against the Astros, Dodgers, Red Sox, Blue Jays. That's their next four series, so getting back to 500 and kind of staying afloat while they wait for Ranger to get back and while they wait for Bryce Harper to get back, getting back to 500 and at least having that baseline is a good spot to be in. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Jack Fritz hanging out with you here on the final out. If you're on your way home uh, from from the ball game, we'd love to hear from you. Love to hear your reactions from a, a good win for this team. And, uh, and, and we'll get into it now because I got three big takeaways from the game this afternoon. Number one is actually my player of the game, which is sponsored by uh, South Jersey Gas, committed to providing safe, reliable, affordable natural gas. Make the switch to southjerseygas.com slash lovemyhome. And that is Matt Strom has just been an unbelievable find by this team. Uh, five and a third today, five strikeouts, two hits. Uh, Rob Thompson pulled him. I didn't have a really, I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was a, a good time to pull him. Julio Rodriguez was up. You had a righty up, uh, ready to, to come in and, and kind of face him. You didn't want to have Matt Strom face uh, that that lineup for the third time through. But either way, I mean, Matt Strom was a guy for years in the analytics uh, world. Has been a, a, a guy that teams have dreamed on. Well, it seems like it is finally coming to fruition with the Phillies, and he's just been an absolute. Fine for them. He he he's meshing well with this team. I love that he yells at himself. He's kind of that quirky lefty. He is generating a ton of swing and miss, a ton of strikeouts, and with Ranger still uh, probably about two weeks away, they, they seem to be saying they need him. I mean, this is uh, you know again a tough stretch that they have coming up here, and Matt Strom pitching the way he is right now is really going to give them a lift. I keep kind of waiting for the Matt Strom bubble to burst. But I got to tell you, he's probably the Philly starter I have the most confidence in right now going out there and giving them a chance to win. So every time Matt Strom takes the, the mound for the Phillies, I feel pretty good about them winning the game that day. And I still think he goes back to the bullpen um, just when when uh, you know when Ranger comes back and he's fully stretched out. I think he goes back to the bullpen. But either way, whether it's a spot starter, whether he stays in the rotation, or he goes back into the bullpen – he has a ton of value in being able to pitch multiple innings a week or take down a couple starts. So uh, what a find by Dave Dombrowski. My second big takeaway is that I thought Rob Thompson was great today. I know he's been maligned uh, for a majority of the beginning of the season, but I thought he was aggressive, and he's turned this bullpen into you know a, a well-oiled machine. When they get a lead, it is hard to come back against this Phillies bullpen. It is hard to come back against Soto, Sir Anthony, Kimbrell, and Alvarado. That is four options. 
When was the last time we legitimately had four options that you felt good in the back end of games with, uh, you know, with a lead? So I thought he was aggressive today. Obviously, he pulled Strom early. There was a lot of reaction to it. But this was obviously a correction from the Bailey Falter start in game one of the series on Tuesday night. On Tuesday night, he let Bailey Falter go out there in the sixth inning, facing the top of the Mariners' order for the third time, a bunch of righties with Sir Anthony up in the bullpen. He did not pull him. Today, he made the decision early, and he did not make that same mistake twice. So he was aggressive today. He knew he needed that win. He wanted to take three straight series. He knows that they have the Astros coming up on deck with uh, two of their best pitchers going. Obviously, you have Wheeler and Nola going, but... The, the Astros have two of their best going as well. So to take that game today and kind of kill it and win it when you can, I thought Rob Thompson was great today. And I thought he was aggressive, and I think he's found uh, his. I think he's found his groove with the back end of the bullpen. I mean, Soto in for Brogdon. He let Soto go out there for another inning. Um, I thought that was aggressive, and then obviously Craig Kimball to close it out. Four guys. They have four guys that can close out games right now, which. Uh, feels like a godsend given we've watched the worst bullpen in the history of, of baseball in 2020 and all the struggles um, all throughout. So what a refreshing, refreshing thing to see. And my final takeaway is that not to uh, steal a term from, from Nick Sirianni, I know it is NFL draft day, but the roots are clearly there for this team being really good. Like the roots are all there. They got to get some of their guys back. They got to get Ranger back. They got to get Harper back. We know Hoskins won't be back, but whatever – this is a good team that is only going to continue to get better. Three straight series wins. The bullpen is really good. Um, they I, they have like a, a ERA under one uh, in the last week and a half. Like it's just it's been a really really good stretch for this bullpen. The lineup's going to be fine. You know they're, they're having a, they're generating a ton of base runners. Uh, you know they're not hitting the ball out of the ballpark, but they also don't really have the horses in the lineup to hit the ball out of the ballpark. So. Eventually, the, the, the runners will, will come around. They have too many ducks in the pond. They'll bring them home. But it's on Wheeler and Nolan now. Like, I look at the team, and I look at, you know, all the everything that's under the surface about them developing into a good team, and I just keep coming back to what Wheeler and Nola are we getting? Because if we're getting the Wheeler and Nola that we've got to do, uh, so far this year, their, their ceiling is really limited. But if they can get Wheeler and Nola back rolling in the direction that we need them to roll— the upside for this team is just is it's really, really high. The Braves might run away and hide with the division, but there's no reason why they can't make the playoffs. So Wheeler and Nola are the two that I just think with the with the Astros, Dodgers, Red Sox, Blue Jays in the next four series, it comes down to those two. And and turning the season around and kind of carrying this pitching staff with, you know, uh a lot a couple of their guys really only being five inning guys at this time, at this point. Bailey Falter, uh when Ranger comes back, Matt Strom. You know, those are kind of guys that, that are really just, you know, give you five good innings and, and get them out of there and trust your bullpen. But you need Wheeler and Nola to give you 6-7 so that you can't be taxed in those other games. But I believe the roots are all there, and I think this team's only going to continue to get better. 215-592-9494. We'll get to all of your reaction on the other side. But also, there's a very important game going on uh, tonight in Philly's land and, and, a, and a, a massive, massive update from Rob Thompson postgame. What was it? We'll get to all that coming up next. 0-1. Swung on. Line to right center field. Castellanos on the run. Makes the catch. Goes into a slide and he hangs on. Hard hit, but it's out number three. Is Nick Castellanos got a great jump, but he runs it down. That might be a gold glover right there. Welcome back. That is our Mike's Amazing Play of the Game presented by Mike's Amazing, the official mayo, mustard, and vegetable oil 
of the Phillies. Look at Nick Castellanos this year. I believe that's his sit. Or no, he, had, he has like five outfield assists, I think, at the beginning of this year. He had a ton at the beginning of the year. He was hot. Um, he's obviously cooled off a little bit, but, uh, you know, ever it's the, the Castellanos defense thing has been really just one of the funnier developments, uh, with this season. Like last year, he pretty much said in the, in the, in the playoffs, like, yeah, I'm just kind of focusing more. So that's why I, uh, I'm doing better defensively. I'm making my sliding catches and it's clearly translated over to this year. And I, and I, He's still he has a, a terrible arm. Like that's obviously a problem. But when it, when it comes to reading a fly ball, I feel like he's actually gotten pretty decent with it. It's not like I feel uh, a sense of dread when a ball is hit the right field. So uh, listen, Nick Castellanos for Gold Glove. We start the campaign. I mean, listen, he might be working his way into an MVP year if he keeps up what he's doing at the plate. So uh, and, and the nice part of where he at with Castellanos is that he's hitting the ball hard again. Like. When he was breaking out, he was hitting over 300, and there was doubles obviously mixed in there, but it was still a lot of like flailing at it and at least putting his bat on the baseball and kind of weak contact. It's la- ever since Saturday and the two home runs, it's been driving balls with authority. So it is so refreshing to have Nick Castellanos back. Had another hit today, so he is, uh, I think it's real. Like I know there's this, this cautious level of optimism to buy in to what Nick Castellanos is doing, but... It's real, and he is hitting the ball hard, hitting him with authority, and, and now bringing it defensively. He had a good base running today, a good base running last night. The guy's just a five-tool player. been saying it for years. We'll get to some thoughts on uh, big news from Rob Thompson and a, a big update for one of their other pitchers coming back from uh, injury coming up here in one second. But first, we'll go to Matt in Wilmington. What's happening, Matt? Hey, how you doing, Jack? What's up, brother? How are you? I'm doing great. Um Two things. First, I think uh, we're seeing some hitting alchemy being performed, turning lead into gold with players like Cody Clemens and Christian Pache. I mean, Kevin Long is turning guys that were essentially duds into pretty essential bench pieces for the Phillies. And all that he's done for for our our big-name guys, Harper, Bohm especially, Castellanos now, that's – Amazing, but the ability that he has to turn any hitter into a serviceable MB, like, like MLB player is impressive. I think more more so. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you, you think of, I mean, there's obviously great assistant coaches in this town. I mean, we we all know about Jim Johnson, we know about Jeff Statland right now, but what he has done with this hitting and and the guys that turned around, like Marsh is the one for me that I'm still like. I, I, I'm shocked. I mean, he's leading Major League Baseball yeah, in OPS. OPS. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing here? Brandon Marsh is a guy yeah. that the Angels are just like, yeah, what? I mean, they traded a hoppy for him, so obviously he was valuable. But I don't think the Angels believed he could hit. And the yeah, Phillies he, were like, no, he can. And Kevin Long, I mean, that's he, he deserves all the money the Phillies pay him. I mean, the, the Phillies got the best offensive center fielder the Angels had. So I'm, I agree. I'm pleased with that. <laughs> they, but, they gave um, away their best center fielder in team history. Yep. I know. It, what what an oversight. Absolute fleece. Yep. But um uh, mainly what I got from today was Rob Thompson understands this bullpen and I think Matt Strom being a Swiss army knife for this bullpen and this rotation spot starter when needed is going to be a dangerous thing to behold for other teams going forward. Once Rangers back, once you you have and now that Taiwan, the, the the positive news about not needing an MRI, hopefully it'll be good for his next start. You're not as uh, shallow on starting uh, depth as you thought 
having Matt in that kind of role where he can do whatever, and as he said, he's comfortable in that position, that's going to be, that's going to be awesome because this guy is an absolute stud. Just a diamond in the rough, again, that the Phillies are just turning into an absolute machine. Um, you never thought I'd see the day, Matt. I appreciate the call where the Phillies are turning uh, uh, garbage into gold, as one announcer used to say. Um, but, yeah, Matt Strom, you know, he has all the makings of being someone – that this city just kind of rallies around. I mean, he he has the long hair. He yells at himself. He's kind of eccentric. He said after the game, like, when you play with dirt bags, you feel great about it or something. Like, all the makings of big, big uh, playoff moments for Matt Strom. If, I, if I'm just trusting my gut on Matt Strom, he's going to be having some playoff moments as a Philly. So, Matt mentioned it there. Uh, good update post game from Rob Thompson on, on Taiwan Walker. When he went out last night, I immediately was like, well, they're kind of screwed here. When he went out, it was like, okay, well, what is their? How are they going to take down innings if Tyler Walker is not going to miss time? Like, it's going to be a lot of Sanchez, a lot of Falter, a lot of Matt Strom staying in the rotation. It's like those three guys who I believe are more five inning starters at this point. You're taxing a ton of your bullpen, and it puts the pressure again back squarely on Wheeler and Nola. So it was a good sign, and and that's a uh, hopefully he continues to trend in the right direction, and Tywin Walker doesn't miss time because you know. He should theoretically be a very good innings eater for this team. He was always signed as like a, a high end three, low end or a, or a low end three, high end four that could take down innings. And to have him go out this early in the season would have been bad, especially with all the injuries that they've kind of had to the rotation with the, between Painter and Ranger. And speaking of Ranger, he is throwing forty pitches at uh, Reading tonight, so he is on the comeback trail, which is something that they could really use and, and getting him back. And again, when he gets back, I, I just wonder what they do. I, I would put Matt Strong back in the bullpen. And I think if they get desperate enough and they're like, wow, we need, I'd rather these five inning starts not be going to a falter or whoever. I'd rather be going to like a Ranger Suarez. I think they can piggyback him and Matt Strom, And that should theoretically get you seven quality innings on most days. 215-592-9494. On the other side, we'll look ahead to tomorrow and this weekend against the Astros down in Houston. Run through all your calls before handing things off to Marks and Reese. Live from the draft party, it's Jack Fritz here on the final out. Welcome back. It is the final out, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Jack Fritz hanging out with you before we send things down to the link for the draft party heading into the big night tonight. We'll get to some thoughts on the the upcoming series against the Astros, but first, Blake's in Narberth. What's happening, Blake? Hey, Jack. That's a good Phillies win. You know, it wasn't the prettiest, but after a 1-5 start, you get back to 500. That means something. Three straight series wins, eight out of the last 11, and Matt Strong channeling his inner Kevin Millwood on the 20th anniversary. <laughs> That's just a good win. Well, and it's funny. Uh, I think it was Murph or Fransky noted that that game also ended one nothing. So, uh, that's just baseball, isn't it, Blake? Yeah. Um, but I want to talk about the bullpen because that was just spectacular today. And it's been like that since the first week of the season. With that exception, it's been lights out pretty much. Um, those four guys, as you mentioned. But I want to talk about that trade for Gregory Soto because right now and today specifically, that trade looking better and better. Soto today, high leverage, came in. And then it was Cody Clemens. The one RBI, the only run of the day he delivered. And if you look at Nick Maton, and Matt Veerling, a lot of guys after the first week of the season were saying, we're missing those guys. But their F4, Fangraph's war, Maton, negative 0.3, Veerling, 0.1. And with Christian Pache playing well and a better defender, 
Dave Dombrowski in that trade, the weight added to this team, it's looking better and better, even though it's early um, in the season. We're breaking down F4 here on WIP. I don't, I don't know if that's allowed. I don't know if we're allowed to break down F4, but I agree with you. Like, so, like, Nick, Nick Maton and Matt Fairling, I believe, were like, they were nice pieces for last year's team. I thought they gave a good energy. We know about the daycare thing. But, you know, when you have a chance to have a guy that had 30 saves last year, uh, especially with the raw stuff he has, coupled with what they did with Jose Alvarado and how they turned him into one of the best relievers in the sport, like, you take a chance on that for two guys that are bench pieces. I mean, they are bench guys. So you make that trade every, any day of the week. I still think Cody Clemens can't really play, but, you know, whatever. Today he he did his job, and he, he scored the, the lone run, and he did the home run over the weekend. So uh, it, it's definitely a win for the Phillies, and, and hopefully Gregory Soto can continue to pitch well. Um, although I will say it's, it, it's, it's never the easiest, it feels like, with him out there. Yeah, of course, control is always going to be a question there, but it has gotten better, particularly from where it was, and he had the visa issues that probably didn't help in the beginning of the year. But you do talk about the guys with the Phillies bullpen. Kimball's looking better. Sir yep. Anthony, um, Jose is looking great um, as it was last year. And you're just building on them. You even see Junior Marte looked a little good the other day. So I know. It's, and from here, we're going down to Houston. And I think if they can build on that momentum, maybe take one in Houston, but the Dodgers aren't looking as good as they were at the beginning of the year. Um, Boston's not looking as great as they were in the beginning of the year. There's going to be opportunities there. And if the two horses at the front of the rotation start clicking, this team may not have their only trip to Houston in April. They might be going back there if they start clicking with those two horses at the front. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Thanks for the call, Blake. Yeah, it's it's a big weekend. Um, it, it's good. It's a good measuring stick weekend. Like, the Mariners, they're kind of like the Phillies where they got off to a slow start. They're under 500, but they have a ton of talent, and they faced – Two good starters in Kerber or, or in uh, Kirby and Gilbert. So, but the Phillies and, and Mariners are kind of like that Spider-Man meme, you know, where they're like kind of looking at each other. The the Astros have gotten off to a, a, a tad of a slow start here, but obviously, like they're coming off the World Series. They've started seven and nine the last four years and have been the World Series each of the or uh, they've been in the ALCS each of those years. So, um, it's a good measuring stick, and it's good to see how this team stacks up against some of the best in the sport. It'll be good to see how the back end of this bullpen holds up against uh, a lineup like the Astros. So, uh, Nola versus Framber Valdez tomorrow, seven innings, uh, nine Ks, three earned, versus the Braves in his last outing for Framber. We know what he did to the Phillies in the in the uh, World Series last year. Was he cheating? Was he not? <laughs> Was he cheating? Was he not? We have uh, Zach Wheeler versus uh, Jody Max Sleeper, who Christian Javier on Saturday. So, <laughs> that's going to be a good matchup. And then Bailey Falter versus Ho- Jose Arquiti. Uh, on Sunday, who I, if I could call my shot right now, Kyle Schwarber's hitting home run off of him. Obviously, it's kind of what he does. So it, it's 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 Nola and Wheeler versus their one and two. That's a good sign to have, and hopefully those two can kind of bounce back and start pitching the way that we need them to pitch. Because I, again, I've mentioned the, this tough stretch of baseball that the Phillies have coming up here. They they'll be able to stay stay afloat. We get that, but for this team to reach its ceiling and have us truly believing in a deep postseason run again, Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola have to get back to being those guys. They can't have the one-inning blow-ups where all of a sudden there's four runs on the board in the blink of an eye. Like they got to get rolling. It's going to be tough. I mean, they, they have a couple tough series in a row here, but they need these guys to right the ship. There is a lot of good uh, roots that are being grown here with this Phillies team to, to keep us the, the, the steal Sirianni quote. There's a lot of good stuff that is that is being developed here. The bullpen's really good. The lineup of things is going to turn around. The they they have quality pieces in the rotation. 
but the ceiling gets raised when Nolan Wheeler are as good as they usually are. So hopefully they can get rolling. Hopefully they can turn this thing around, and it would be a good time to do it against the Astros this weekend. That's going to do it for me. It has been the final out, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. John and Ike are ready to go from the draft party. It's Bijan or bus time. That's coming up next here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.